God, you want to look at a dude? I'll do one buck. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Gara. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. <laughs> you are Queen Fakie of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. <laughs> Boing. Whoa. What? Well, you said you wanted some kind of Well, signal. what? It, no. What? Boing. What did I say? You said you wanted some sort of, you want some sort of better better signal that the podcast has started. I, mo- I said that months ago. Right. And it took some time to develop. I know now. I know it, it started. Took, it took some time to develop an appropriate opening. Uh, how long did it take to come up with Boeing? Uh, about four weeks. Wow. It's really good. <laughs> Shit doesn't happen fast in the... Do- you're not part of the... What you are is just uh, like... Uh, you, uh, I, you I hate in- this already. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just trying <laughs> I hate to describe- your tone. There's a whole brain center there, a nerve center, a brain center where, where all of the knowledge and, and the, the dollop is constructed... And then it's put into a large truck, and it's driven over to you, who uh, are so you're, you're shitting. So you're a, you're basically, it's like it's like taking art to a clown. Oh my! I mean, you know what it actually is. I really, <laughs> I think you just phrased that so well that I can't argue that. <laughs> it is taking art to a clown. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you do enjoy the dollop, please l- leave a. Review on iTunes. Um, we have a Facebook page. We have uh, a Twitter uh, thingamajig. Mm-hmm. We got new art. Thank the gentleman who made the art. Yeah, um, that was very cool. So it's all good. It's all happening. Art to a clown. We're doing well in Australia. Um, yes. America less so. Well, listen, I've always said we're Australian. <laughs> and I've said that from the beginning. <laughs> Fuck! It just went away as soon as I pick it up. Boing. Um. Um, so this is, uh, an uncomfortable one. Well, that's because, um, it's entitled teeth or maybe I shouldn't title it colonial dentistry. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> now with the, the two, the, the two facts I have are terrifying. Uh, colonial dentistry. Yeah. Because I ran across a picture of, um, George Washington's, um, Dentures. And then <laughs> I, I was like, across. what in the fuck is happening? And then I just tracked all this down. Oh. Did dentists freak you out? Are you a dentist? Uh... No, I don't think they freak me out. I mean, no. No. Okay. I've had bad. I've had a, I had okay. a dentist uh, break a drill in my mouth once. Oh, fuck. What? Yeah. I went to a dentist above a liquor store <laughs> when I was pretty broke. That's, was it called Colonial Dentistry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great place. I can't believe we're doing a whole dollop on one place. Uh, yeah, but I'm not. I'm still not terrified. Of uh, I'm still. I'm scared of the drilling because I was once drilled on without Novocaine. Like they gave yeah. me the shot, it didn't work because I was such a pot smoker. Really? Yeah. Apparently, pot smoke can affect Novocaine. Oh, well, that's what screwed. I was told then. Uh, so anyway, they drilled on me, and you know, and then you also so. They have the drill in your mouth, and they're drilling, and there's the smell, and all of a sudden you feel yeah. horrible pain. But you don't want to jump up and go, because yeah. there's a drill yeah. in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're just like, yeah. Yeah. can we not? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, so I'm a little bit, and I think that's what it was like back then. It sounds like it was that's probably sort of, far worse. Oh, yeah, we're going to, yeah. Maybe not as worse as the liquor store. Um, it's basically a shocking nightmare. That's <laughs> how I would describe it. <laughs> Okay. But this is this is a time when people people didn't take baths. Like back then, until the 19th century, people thought that a bath is what would give you disease. I mean, what? and particularly a naked bath. So if people did take a bath, they would do it with their clothes on. They would because they thought that hot believe, water against their skin. I can't believe there was a time when logic just didn't. no. It was a time when everything that was right you didn't do. What? <laughs> right? Yeah, but don't you think there would be like a? Uh, I mean, don't, I mean, I guess if you're just told don't take baths because you'll right. get sick, you're like, well, I can't take well, baths. I can take a fucking bath. But you think somebody would stumble upon baths? Oh, I'm being sure okay. somebody did, and, and then somebody tried to convince people for a hundred years. Yeah, come on, seriously, guys, it's Look, fucking. Awesome. I'm in it right now. It's fine. I'm okay. <laughs> Shoot him! Shoot him! 
<laughs> That's why whenever you see the, uh, I don't know exactly when the Wild West was, like 1740 or something. Sure. Or maybe it was later than that. But whenever you see those guys, so it must have been like late 70s, but when you see those guys, they always want a hot bath. That wasn't what was happening. No, yeah. You mean like movies now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's always like, oh, yeah. Whiskey and a hot bath. Yeah, no. No. No, Whiskey. Whiskey. And And a a wet rag. (laughs) A soapy rag. I'm not going to be eaten by demons tonight. So people were fucking gross. Yeah. It was a... Imagine how much everybody smelled and... Just picture now. Just picture two fifty-year-olds who have never taken a bath, just oh. humping away. Oh, that was wow. It. That's life. Wow, that's colonial life. Ugh, I hate it. If they even live that long, so when people, <laughs> you're just full of positivity. <laughs> well, you've I wait till we get to the end of this. <clears throat> when people from uh, Europe first came in the 1600s, their medical practices were crude, mm-hmm. to say the least. Uh, they had a lot of theories about medicine and dentistry, but uh, mostly they were just like trial and error. Hey, did that work? Nope. Nope. Well, it sort of did. <laughs> Maybe I should do it again. Warmer. <laughs> Getting warmer. <laughs> so it was mostly based on myths and superstition and theories. And um, one that held on, that's my favorite, that came from like, I want to say like the ancient Egyptians, mm-hmm. was that worms got into your mouth through food and went into your teeth and that's what was causing oh wow to and that that lasted until the, the, the mid 1700s <laughs> ah fucking worms oh it hurts what do you got you got worms oh uh, you got mouth worms boy those are the worst huh what did you eat what did you eat that figs. gave you mouth worms i had figs oh man you can't even eat figs Worms in your mouth. Oh, boy, man. You sure it's worms? Yeah, have a handful of this gravel. <laughs> worms worms yeah. aren't in gravel, but, man, they'll get you if you eat food, man. Yeah, but what about the dying thing? Yeah, what about it? No, don't. You'll be. Listen, just don't take a bath, and you're going to live forever. <laughs> okay. All right, my man? You're a smart man. I'm a genius. Um, it was quite uh, common for early settlers to lose their teeth. Uh, in their 20s and 30s. So by the time they got to like mid-30, they were toothless. Cool. Um, just gumming it. That's cool. Just gumming the shit out of it. Yeah, just turn 30. Just turn 30 or don't. Um, so when people began to colonize America, the country was not exactly built up. So when the first people got here, it wasn't like when they left London where there were like shops and you could right. get, yeah. get the food you wanted and get everything you, you know, you can be yeah. like go down to the butcher and whatever, you know, like they had back then. Instead, it was just like, oh, forest and it's not a plane right away anymore so you're like well fuck it i'm not going back no you're steered yeah. I, mean, I can't believe we survived that I, I but what a bad move we've made holy shit uh so uh it would be like me or you going to live in the amazon right like right now just like hey well, let's go see how this goes all right oop that bit me bye guys <laughs> that bit me um so you know so now they basically ate corn right like the first people that got here for like years just ate corn. Oh, well, that's cool. That's so, fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe you got a hankering for something else over the years. Maybe. I don't know. Well, no, but it's not even that they had a hankering for it. Like, they were so, they were so just trying to stay alive with, like, because they had to build a house when they got here. It's not like they you rolled remember up. remember the butcher shop? <laughs> just shut up and eat your corn. Where's the cobbler? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> just eat your bloody corn. <laughs> You know, they would do because everything they were doing was like, first of all, a lot of them came here like the Jamestown people came here and they were supposed to find gold. Yeah. So they just all went out looking for gold. And the company that sent them here was like, you better get fucking gold. And they weren't finding any gold. And they just kept looking harder. And in the meantime, they just using up all their supplies. And also they're like, oh, we're out of food. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck me. That's a shame. Oh, we kind of blew that. Well. Um. So, yeah. So it was just corn, corn, corn. So they were shitty nutrition. Yeah. Which leads to shitty teeth, right? Because you're not, you're just not getting. What, well, I don't know. What do you need for teeth? What do you? What's a good tooth food? Uh, uh, worms. <laughs> worms are great. Turns out they were wrong. Um. So then, when English people, this is the you know, here's the the, the hugest switcheroo of all time. Okay. 
So when people have been here for like 50 years or whatever, when English people would come over, the first thing they'd be horrified by were the Americans' teeth. Oh, wow. What a <laughs> goddamn role reversal we have, huh? Like they were like penning letters back. Say what you will. America won that race. The tooth race America won. Ah, uh, victory, sweet victory. Did they send their teeth home? Is that what happened? Uh, their good teeth or their bad teeth? Their shitty American teeth. I don't know if they sent them home. Where's okay. home? England. Yeah, are, you, are you saying that like as like a scare? Like this is what it's like here. You yeah, send a tooth. Just maybe no. Just well, the teeth were coming out. <laughs> I bet they fucking were. Uh, so they didn't have like lu- like luxuries like toothbrushes. Like that's that's like a luxury. So were th- people literally weren't doing anything on their teeth. Yeah. No. Well, a was tiny, there any? Was there like a a teeny tiny bit? What? Like just some like. Some of them will put a tooth powder on a rag and rub it on their teeth. Oh, cool. So tooth rag powder. <laughs> Gets the worms out. I mean, you're just trying to stay alive. Yes, true. That's... So in regular dudes who brush their teeth, apparently were called like, you're a queer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're Look tooth at brushing. Look at him with all of his teeth, that te- queer. Hey, pretty teeth. <laughs> hey, pretty teeth. Where's your boyfriend, toothy? <laughs> Let's beat the shit out of him. <laughs> beat him for a beautiful KT. <laughs> so that's like regular folk. But then there were the Richie Riches who did, who indulged and did have um, what they what they needed, you know. Yeah. But they didn't have like none. Of, there was no dentist. Yeah. Okay. Dentist didn't exist yet. Okay. So it was like you would go. Mostly they would go to the barber. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just a little off the tooth. What the fuck are they doing there? He would, the barber would, oh my cut, God. <laughs> would cut your hair uh-huh. and then polish your teeth. Oh my, I wish they still did that. But he would use like horrible substances. Oh, cool. Like, hey, what about some gravel? Like they would literally use like really harsh stuff that would take your The blue comb off. water, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So it was terrible. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, poor people would just wipe their teeth with tooth powder with sprinkled on some cloth. Oh, Christ. So next to your... You're, you're, there's your bucket of water. Yep. And there's then right your... next to that is a rag. That's your tooth rag. And you pick that up. Hold on, honey. I'm going to do And then oh. you, go back to, you go back to making love to your wife. Ah, oh, Jesus. Doesn't sound like a good time. No, there was no. Do you remember the, the odors that were coming from these people's mouths? Uh. The, oh, um, and it would, it would probably cut through the odor that was coming off their body. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just a stink tornado coming out of them. We would not, if we were transported in time, we would not last three minutes because of the odors coming off of people. Oh, God. That, I mean, somebody should really take advantage of that in like a time travel movie. It yeah. Really just, no one ever, no one, no one, no one ever acts like anybody who's reeks. Christ, what does that smell? <laughs> Get back at the goddamn time machine. I mean, you know, when you walk back, like a, you walk past a homeless dude who, yeah. who hasn't bathed. Yeah. And you, sometimes you get hit with a smell that you almost vomit. Sometimes you'll be on a train in New York, and there'll be a homeless guy on the yeah. train, and you'll be like in, you'll be indoors, yeah. having to smell and not a vomit. shit man, yeah, and just it, try to be like, it's unbelievable. It's crazy what the body can do. Okay, so that is all of Boston. Ah, in the ah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so these people would obviously get toothaches. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to bet that would happen. Which were unbearable. <laughs> oh, the worms. Oh, the worms. And there were home remedies, which were all bullshit. You know, rub some mint on it and stuff like that. That's your friend. <laughs> have you have you seen this tree? Go ahead and rub your teeth against it. <laughs> Run around your home. Uh, there were guys selling fake potions, which, you know, were total horse shit. I think Elixers. I might have been one of those guys in that time. You were an elixir guy? Well, I that, think I might have been a fake potion guy. Well, why wouldn't you? Because you could just throw a bunch of shit in a bottle that you had around yeah. and go, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Today, it's called an evangelical uh, preacher. Yes, that, but then you'd have to get out of town. True. You couldn't sell the elixir and kick it. Yeah, no, no, no. No, you move, yeah. yeah it's a grifter's you keep, life. You keep going. Um, so, uh, and then they were also using acids. Oh, wow. Which um, actually causes dental decay. Well, I was going to say... <laughs> What acids are? I don't know what kind of acids they're using, but in America, but in 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 Europe, they were much more advanced with dental practices. So there was actually a French guy 
uh, who was who was like considered the father of modern dentistry? Miss your tooth. Ah, is yeah. see a wee. Sorry, a <laughs> see wee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See wee. Yes. Bye bye. And he was like, "What? You're pouring what on what?" So Ash like, head. Uh, no. Uh, Burns the worms out. <laughs> they had herbal remedies for the pain, but you know, nothing worked. And as we established in our vampire episode. Uh, common American people in this time were um, superstitious about yeah. doctors and dentists. <laughs> <laughs> so they preferred to deal with their teeth the old-fashioned way and just have them removed. <sighs> so if your tooth started to hurt, you took her out. Jesus Christ. Okay, now they didn't have anything. They, they, I already... <laughs> I see the crest. <laughs> I see what we're, and I don't like it. I mean, basically, because like if you never brushed, all of your teeth would hurt, right? Like every yeah. tooth oh, that I've yeah. so everybody's, everyone had painful teeth. Like yes. that was just how you existed. You're just walking around going, ah, oh, fuck me. How like, are you? Mouth's killing me. You mouth is just fucking on fire right now. Anyway, see you later. Good to see you, Joe. Good to see you, man. God, I fucking hate my teeth. And then one would get so bad, you'd be like, yank it, yank it, yank it. And then you'd have that one yanked out. Ugh. But there were no dentists, remember? Ugh. Okay, so let me ask you a question. I don't want you to ask it. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Now you have a tooth that has to come out. Yep. Now there's no dentist. Where, do, right. you, where do you go? Uh, probably the barber. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> no. Sometimes. Or most commonly the blacksmith. Oh, Jesus because... Christ. <laughs> Wrong. Because he had metal tools. Ah, uh, but he's a blacksmith. He used a pounding iron. <laughs> Not the gentle procedure for a mouth. Yeah, but he understands metal and the hard things. Yeah, okay, yeah. He's the guy to go to. Let me just put this sword in your mouth. Um, other metal workers were good. Silver workers. Uh, they did use the barber. The barber was a frequent tooth puller. Um <sighs> Because, you know, he had no one to give a shave. And yeah. So might he, as well take he has out two a, skills. Take out a tooth. Yep. Um... And then, and then apothecaries, which is basically a pharmacist, right? Uh, yeah, like a. I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> not not one that knew what it was do. They were doing. No, no, oh no, no, not at all. Sure, uh, yeah, I could do that for like ten bucks, I guess. Uh-huh. Like, shove this up your ass and run. There you go. Feel better? <laughs> no. Oh well. Here, take two of these. Uh, priests and teachers also. So can I just can we just say everybody? <laughs> Everybody would pull your teeth? Anybody that you were like, you know some stuff, right? About some things? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bartender, a shot of whiskey, will you yank this one out? Um, in 1735, James Mills ran an ad in the New York Weekly Journal, quote, teeth drawn and old stumps taken out safely, instructed in the art by the late James Reading, deceased. Stumps. Mills is to be spoke with at his shop in the house of the deceased near Old Slip Market. Wait. So he was taught how to pull teeth by James Reading and stumps. Uh, and stumps. We'll, get, we'll get to why there's stumps. And then, but he took over. He took over James's old so spot. So he's like, "Come to the dead man's house, and I shall speak to you." Oh gosh, what a great! I mean, that ad. <laughs> we should run that now. To, it's the worst ad ever. It's really not. We, the, should, we should put that on Craigslist. Yeah. Really, oh my god. <laughs> Someone would be like, "Where are you located? <laughs> Ready to meet up?" He'd be like, "You dumbass." <laughs> That's really weird, though. Yeah, it's super weird. Uh, common practice of the day included sitting the patient on the ground the floor or holding him between the operator's knees. Oh my God. So they would just like crotch your face. Yeah. Cause they, if you move around too much, yeah. so they'd have to, well, I don't know if it was technically called crotching your face. No, no, no. It was. <laughs> well, no, it was. That's, that's what I'm bringing to the table. It was called that. Okay. So yeah, they would crotch your face. Thank you for respecting my knowledge. You got it. <laughs> Remember art to a clown. There was a method that people used to extract teeth themselves. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it better be cute with a door handle and some string. It involved a uh, tool called 
a dental key, also called the English key. It actually uh, looked similar to a large metal key with a type of claw at the end. And the claw would be pa- placed over the tooth and tightened. Then the person would turn the key to remove the tooth. This was a very rough method. <gasps> and since rough? it usually involved inexperienced people, like your dad would help you out or whatever, often the usually the teeth would break. <sighs> The or the jaws would be broken. Oh my god! Why is that even around then? So why is that an option? Why the fuck are they? Because you're desperate. Yeah, but, but desperate enough to ruin your jaw? Yeah, but what's the? No, yeah, you're in so much pain. But you couldn't go. Okay, so, so, <laughs> so we know that there's an item out there that's breaking jaws. Yeah, but you you also know that for some people it's worked. Yes, but you also know that literally everybody, <laughs> as a side job, pulls teeth. But <laughs> everybody has that hobby. Yeah, but in your family, there's this key that breaks your jaw. Your aunt used, Did, what the, and it worked really great on her now dead Fuck kid. That aunt, yeah, her vampire kid that, that you guys dug up. <laughs> that and we ate his heart, set on fire. Hey, we're gonna eat Aunt Grace's heart, and then we can yank that teeth out, huh? What do you think, Yin? Um. And there's no anesthetic, obviously, so you're just doing yeah. this. No, you're just turning you, a key. Yeah, you turn the key, and then the tooth cracks, and you're like, better? Well, better? no. No, it's in half now. <laughs> it's in half and harder to get at. Um, it was only... Uh, that's what a stump is, obviously, is the... I would think so. Yeah. Okay. That's what I think was stumpy would be, a cracked tooth. Yeah, that, a keyed tooth. Half tooth. <laughs> what we would put on... We would put on something known as a crown these mm-hmm. days. Yes. <laughs> Back then, they would just try to keep worms out of it. So, tale of two times. Oh, God, you ate figs? Yeah. Oh, no. Not with a stump. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy's gonna die. (laughs) Where Jimmy's dead. He's got the worm mouth. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Uh, It was only by the end of the 8th century that dental practitioners joined the settlers from Europe. So... At the, 18th century. Yeah, at the yeah. end of the 18th century is finally when people who were like what you would call Dennis came, but still not the not ideal. So, uh, just so well, there just weren't a lot of dentists. If you're a dentist and you're living in Paris, why the fuck would you go to crazy America? I mean, I this is why I would go, because there's not a dentist here. But you got to understand that most of the people coming here were fucking nuts. Yeah. Well, you've proven that. Like nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like Australia, they were all prisoners who were sent there. Right. So they weren't, they weren't nuts. In America, they were just the fucking lunatics bailing. Yeah. No, they, they're, <clears throat> yeah, freedom isn't free. That's what we've always said, right, Dave? I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cost. Um, but the dentists at that point, so they got here, they wouldn't set up shop. They would just be traveling around, pulling teeth. They were like on the move. Well, they were like the Beatles. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? But they weren't just dentists. They were, they were like practitioners. So they were, they knew about dentistry, but they, they also, were uh, well, they also extracted teeth and performed minor surgery. Uh, they would cut hair, uh, and they'd apply leeches and perform embalming. So they were like, so you like pull up in your van. What do you need? <laughs> you got a body around? What are you after? Leeches? Teeth? What are we doing today? How are we feeling? What do you guys want to do? We juicing the dead guy? We saving the guy? What are we doing? Dentistry? Got it all. Maybe I can give you some bangs? I don't know. I'm just thinking, I'm just spitballing here. I don't know. Have uh, you heard of the Rachel? Have you heard of the Rachel? You're going to love it. <laughs> um... So, uh, James Daniel was a Boston hairdresser by trade. Mm-hmm. Well, we all know in those times there was a huge crossover. <laughs> but I Hairdressing know. was the gateway to dentistry. But uh, he, placed an, a, he placed an ad in uh, 1766 offering to operate on teeth. It was not uncommon for early dentists to have one trade and to do dentistry on the side because of the advances in Europe... Uh, who were way ahead. So they're way ahead in dentistry. Right. And we're way behind. So we were just like, fuck it. We just won't even try. But people started to know that you shouldn't eat sugary foods. Okay. 
and tobacco would stain your teeth. So those are two things at like this point in 1700s that we slowly caught on. That's good. Those are good. Um, <clears throat> Uh-oh, you've got something. No, actually, so advances started to be made in Europe. Uh, John Hunter of England in um, the 1700s came up with the idea of transplanting human teeth. Transplanting teeth? So he would pay people to come in and uh, donate their teeth. Okay. (laughs) All right. So... So walk me through why this is a good plan. Okay. Because well, the people need teeth. Right. So he's and like people have teeth. It's like a kidney donation. So he'll take their teeth. Yeah. yeah so he take so basically he's and taking, give them to other people, but then those people that he took the teeth from, they don't have the teeth anymore. Okay. Do you, creating, do you know do you know what Republicans are? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I feel like this was an early Republican. <laughs> <laughs> so So he would take stuff out of poor people. And put it in rich people. I mean, the difference there is is really only wealth, right? <laughs> I would say, yeah. That's there's the nobody old... who's just like, oh, yeah. Oh, I need teeth now. I... <laughs> take them from that guy. That guy's like, here, take them. Ow, I need teeth. <laughs> just plugging a dam. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> up was our world. That's just not a, I mean, How the so fuck are you not... This, why are people avoiding baths? I'd be like, <laughs> I want to die. I'm going in the fucking tub. That's how somebody finally discovered that bathing was okay. They're like, fuck this world. Hey, guys, I don't stink and I'm fine. So you would... So if you went in to get a tooth that had been recently donated... Donated is a cute term. They would uh, tie it to the other teeth. Tie it? Well, yeah, they used metal to tie teeth together. Okay, so they would kind of band the donated tooth to your other teeth. Okay. Uh oh. He would he <laughs> he would jam the new tooth in your to- in your old tooth hole. Oh, that's a shame. Sometimes called a socket. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all but know I how say, teeth. But I say tooth hole because there's no way they were saying socket. Well, teeth are like Legos. <laughs> you just got to hear the click. Yeah, I got that one. All right, that one's in. Feels that one's good. Good. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, oddly, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't last that long. They what? Last, no, wait, you'd wait. Have, you'd wait. have to go back and get new teeth in like Why, three or four months. I know. I can't understand one. it. I just put one in. And he put go. it in the flesh. Heard it go click. <laughs> click like a Lego. <laughs> We're good to go. So then this caught on in America. Okay. Naturally, um, children were lured. To have their teeth extracted for the benefit of the wealthy in exchange for a few shillings. So they were having kids come in and yanking kids' teeth and giving them to and putting them in rich people's mouths. You okay? Yeah. There is an ad in New York City's. <laughs> By the way, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> there is an ad in New York City's Riverton's Royal Gazette. That offered four guineas for each sound front tooth. Another ad stated, most money given for teeth. Uh, your front fucking teeth. Yeah. <laughs> well, you still got the back ones, so you can yeah. still chew and stuff. You can still eat, you just will look I crazy. Guess, but I guess like if, if nobody had teeth, then... The, so the only people who, who actually have teeth... That look good are rich people. Rich people, yeah. And so if you're poor, you don't, you're like, yeah, I don't need teeth. It's just, <laughs> I mean, I know, I, I know you're explaining. <laughs> it doesn't. But I better. just, well, I just, I can't fathom saying, yeah, I don't need teeth. <laughs> yeah, the, but if no one, if no one else you know has teeth, right? You go in to do the naughty show on a Tuesday night. And right. Vicky doesn't have teeth, and Sam doesn't have teeth. <laughs> Nobody has teeth. I mean, we're pretty close to that, but nobody has teeth. <laughs> then you're like, why do I need teeth? Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> During the American Revolution. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> Let me get a little scavengers more. would rob graves for teeth uh. to be used as dentures. Uh. Okay, wait. <laughs> now, but this is what I'll say. That makes more sense to me. What? That does make more sense to me. Uh, uh, I I know. 
No, it doesn't because <laughs> you can't argue that it doesn't make less sense. Yeah, because to me. you're taking you're taking a tooth from a guy that's been in the ground for like a year or something. Well, not a year, but this is. Well, this you is, say that like you know, but this you know is why were... I'm running for Congress <laughs> in in 1760. Uh, but you, what you could like somebody dies. I mean, look, they're eating their fucking hearts. <laughs> Just take some fucking teeth out of the dead guy and start attaching them to people. That way, everybody has teeth. Fair. Fair argument. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I, mean, I just can't imagine taking it out and going, want to pop, pop this in your head? Yeah. Hey, put this in your head. Here you go. Um, so after a while, they re- realized that the socket thing wasn't working. Just cram it into a socket. Oh. And they started using different materials. Different to... to- well, so they started, they started using like ivory or bone as a denture okay so you'd pop it in the denture instead of in the socket okay so that's not bad right really, it's, it's, we're getting warmer it doesn't end horrible okay but using teeth which were um donated went on for a long time or donated. not donated after the battle of waterloo dudes swarmed over the dead and yanked out all their teeth that's what i'm talking which about which were then brought to dennis and turned into dentures and for decades after waterloo Ugh. Dennis advertised dentures made of Waterloo teeth. Oh, God. I mean, see, they've taken my idea. And they've just ruined it. Just take the teeth. Let's just be coy about it. They're like, Waterloo teeth are in. I don't like they're better than other dead guys' teeth. Come get a Waterloo tooth. <laughs> he may have lost the battle, but he won the teeth war. You know, your great-grandfather left with 95 teeth. Um, so in the mid-1700s, in the American colonies, uh, Dennis began implanting dentures and bridges. So we're, we're moving up, yes, right? We're yes. We're moving up. I mean, we still have a long <clears throat> way to go. Paul Revere. Mm-hmm. Paul Revere. Everyone yeah. knows Paul Revere? Yeah. For those who don't know, uh, the the... Someone held up some lights and said, if there's two lights, uh, the British are coming. The British are coming. If there's one light, it's safe. So Paul Revere was supposed to have been on a horse and rode through all the towns and screamed the British are coming. And then all the all the Minutemen came out and fought them. In, rea- in reality, he was stopped and told to go home. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's the that's our that's our little. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was a dentist. Really? Or he was, I should say he was a silversmith. Uh, well, that's the same thing, it turns out. <laughs> a silversmith. So he's a hoity-toity blacksmith? So he did a little, yeah, he's a hoity-toity blacksmith who did dentistry on the side because he worked with metals. Anybody who worked well, metals? Well, and because like, everybody did dentistry on the side. Yeah. Yes. It, yeah, really, seriously. Everybody. Everyone. Everybody. <laughs> everybody did dentistry on the side. Yeah, but if you can make a little bucks by yanking someone's tooth, wouldn't you hey, do it? I would do it. Yeah. I just think <laughs> we're heading towards having needing an occupation. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, for the first time in the 18th century, began the proper extraction of teeth. Mm-hmm. Huh? Letting a ghost do it. <laughs> of course, modern medicine. Uh, false teeth did not just come from humans. Okay. <clears throat> They're also made from bone. All right. Various animals, especially sheep. Okay. That's definitely, definitely weird. <laughs> <laughs> Just ivory from walrus, uh, elephants or hippopotamus. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so they use cow teeth and sheep teeth, so you'd have like a... I'm sorry, wait. I thought you meant they were using bone. Their bone. Oh, they no. were using their teeth. No, they use their teeth also. Cow teeth. Yeah, get on board. So, <clears throat> so, you, so you would maybe have cow teeth. You would have cow teeth. You could teeth. have a couple of little goat teeth in there. And, um, <laughs> well, if you can't afford the Waterloo teeth, they'd be like, well, on the second shelf, we have uh, goat teeth. Uh, we actually have a plan that I think would maybe be a little uh, better for you guys. Uh, here you go. How about one huge hippo tooth? Huh? Take up your whole mouth, just be like a big marshmallow tooth right in the middle of your fucking face. Like I said, these Waterloo teeth are great. I'd love to see those in you, but uh, if we can't do that, I think maybe you go can't with hippo. That. Yeah, go hippo or, or a horse. A horse might be good on horse, you. A horse tooth. Horse tooth. I mean, that's like a, a 
derogatory thing if you say someone has like a horse. If you say yeah, like Nancy horse Kerrigan mouth. had a, hor- a horse, horse, horse face or yeah, whatever because of face. her teeth. Yeah. So, so it turns out <clears> that, that might be that might be the history of the Kerrigans. It could be. It probably is. It's all horrible. Thank you. <clears throat> John Flagg was a Bostonian and the first native-born American dentist who exclusively prepared for the profession. So <clears throat> this is in the late 1700s. America has its first dentist. American-born actual dentist. Yes, it's time. Uh, in 1790, he constructed the first chair made for dental patients. Oh, okay. So up until 1790, it was like, just go ahead and lay down. No, crotch in the face. Or sit, the <laughs> crotch you. sit in this chair. Uh, it it had uh, it was adjustable and it uh, had an arm to hold instruments. But don't you think you would miss having a non-bathed dentist crotch in your face? I mean, you can't. I miss it now. <laughs> <laughs> Takes me back to home. Oh, the double smell! Oh. My mouth and your groin. You'd pass out. That's not... how it works. <laughs> Fucking knock yourself out. I imagine most of these people passed out when they had the tooth yanked, right? I, the pain has to be extraordinary. Yeah. But um, at that point, the people were just probably like, yeah, you feel a little bit of a sting, but you'll yeah, be okay. It's a little bit of a You feel a little bit of a sting, then you put a little whiskey, and then you'll be okay. Then you put a horse tooth in your mouth. <laughs> uh, George Washington's dentist, John Greenwood, invented the first known dental foot engine. Dental foot engine? In 1790... Choo-choo? Greenwood adopted his mother's foot treadle, spinning wheel, Okay. to rotate a drill. Oh. Greenwood's dentist's son continued to use the drill, but no one else did. So So he was using the little foot the little foot tapper. Hours. Oh my god. Yeah, it must have been like really slow and painful. <laughs> must have been like my calf's burning. He'd be like, my fucking mouth. <laughs> it's gonna take a breather. All right, so he's a famous dentist, and he was George Washington's dentist. So let's talk about George Washington. Well, yeah, okay. Because that's what got us here in the first place. Yeah. Well, at some point. <laughs> oh man. At some point, they used I mean, wood. what's your so what's what's your image of George Washington? Well, you know, I mean, we're grown up to act like he's almost this mythical. He's our first president. He's he doesn't. He's Santa. He doesn't lie. He's like this perfect guy who does perfect everything guy. right. Yes. And yeah, so to us, the way we're brought up, it's like... He's the found. He's probably... I mean, I would say when you think of like the founding fathers, you really think of him. He's the first guy. Yeah, he's the guy. Okay, so he's America's first president. He's really, really, really rich. Yeah. Uh, if he were alive today, he'd be worth an estimated $525 million. Okay. Uh, so, <clears throat> middle class. <laughs> His Virginia plantation, Mount Vernon, consisted of five separate farms on 8,000 acres of prime farmland run by over 300 slaves. His wife, Martha, inherited significant property from her father. Uh, He made much more than than other presidents. His salary was 2% of the total U.S. budget. What the fuck? He he made an awesome contract. Yeah. (laughs) And after that, I was like, we should just do, uh, do no, a, a no. salary thing. You know what? That was a bad. That was a, who made that mistake? That was a. That's weird because he came up with it because he was the first one. Ta-ta. <laughs> Farewell, boys. I'm riding away on my gold pony. <laughs> uh, so he had the best dentist care there was. Yes, that makes sense. Uh now, remember, we everyone growing up, the rumor was the well, that's what was I'm wondering. that he had wooden teeth. Yeah. He did not have wooden teeth. Okay. That's a total Because I was going to say, <laughs> it feels like at this point we've passed no. wooden teeth. No, wooden teeth would be horrible. I, they're just not no, good. No, you, you would be replacing them every day. Oh, like just be, this uh, mouth splinters? No. The, the, at no point in any of my readings <laughs> okay. did I come across wooden teeth. Wooden so. teeth were not a thing. <laughs> Unless someone did it at like home. Like, I would like to, for one day, have teeth. <laughs> Well, give him wood teeth. He's dying. (laughs) His wish. I don't know. Pretty weird. Um. So, but we we actually have a shitload of documentation about like he's the perfect tooth guy. He's the perfect guy to explain to us what was going on back then for rich people because he is the president. So everything he did was documented. Okay. All right. Um. So Washington had a long history of illness. This is insane. 
1750 run, he wrote of having smallpox. The following year, he complained that he had a bout of violent pleurice. Pleurice? As a young lieutenant colonel in 1755, serving with General Braddock in the French and Indian War, he suffered pain in the head and dysentery. Ugh. In 1761, when he was 29, and back in Mount Vernon, he got breakbone fever, now Ooh. known as dengue fever. Oh, my God. Characterizes a headache fever and severe muscles and joint pain. Over the ensuing years, there were attacks of malaria, flu, and rheumatic complication. So he was a fucking mess. He was a mess. How the fuck did he get dengue fever? I just think he got all kinds of shit. What do they call it? Busted bone? If he was in the French and Indian War, I assume he went somewhere. Ugh. I mean, I can't believe that. It feels like your bones are breaking when you have that. Yeah, but that's still around. Yeah. Yeah, so what? So it's still fucked up. I mean, (laughs) it must be those worms. So he was a mess, and he received the standard standard medical treatments of the day, which uh, I bet these the are prevailing good. one was a heavy dose of calomel, which mm. is a mercury chloride solution. Oh, sweet God. <laughs> oh, my God. Mercury was the number one. When you got syphilis back then, you banged back the mercury. Oh, <laughs> just crazy. But apparently, it turns out terrible for your teeth. <laughs> it really, it must, there must be also something with the time that like they're just so fucking gross and like their immune systems must have just been f- pretty strong. Honestly, I would imagine. So it must, they must yeah. have been able to like <laughs> drink a little mercury here and there, have a little nip of merc. Uh, give me a whiskey and a Merc. <laughs> of American water. I just saw your lady upstairs. I'll take a jar of Merc. <laughs> Throw some Merc at him. He'll feel better. Well, there's a story of um, uh, Lewis and Clark uh, near the end of their journey where they went to stay with some tribe and they, and they paid to fuck the squaws and then they all got... Uh. Horrible. They all got syphilis, but then they just took mercury. But then they'd fuck him again. They just kept taking mercury and <clears throat> really just hitting that mercury. <laughs> really using that mercury as a crutch. Um, <clears throat> but not only going down would it be problematic, but coming up because calomel would make patients throw up in order to release their body from impurities, which is also really bad for your teeth. When you throw yeah, up, the acid, acid comes out of your stomach. Yeah. So it's making that not only is it bad going just for the teeth in general, but then you're vomiting back up it. So you're just <laughs> It's just a good it's just good medicine. It's, really, it's just good medicine. It's what the mouth calls a win win. <laughs> back then Calamo was given to patients in such great quantities that their hair and teeth fell out. Jesus Christ. You Wait, feel, you feel better now, Bobby? <laughs> uh no. <laughs> I, I feel less. Can I get a can I get a walrus tooth? <laughs> oh, my teeth fell out. Um, so the calomel led to dental problems beginning when Washington was 22. Over the next 35 years, he would lose all of his teeth despite daily brushing, using of dentifrice and mouthwash. Washington's toilet set contained a silver toothbrush and a tongue scraper with a silver tooth powder case. And it can still be seen at Mount Vernon. A little fancy boy, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, he's a one of the richest scraper. One of the richest guys in the country. If um, I see someone with a tongue scraper now, I'm like, ooh la la. <laughs> fucking seventeen hundreds. He's fucking scraping his tongue. Okay, this is where it's nerdy. So tooth powders were cocaine. Were made from roots and herbs, burnt bread, tobacco, and pumice. Hummus's brother? Pumice. <laughs> What and borax? Oh my! What the wait? What's That's, pumice? Pumice is a, a rock that floats. It's it's <laughs> it's a volcanic rock that if it it's light enough that it floats, so you can like break it down. So they, he was. So you're just ingesting. So rich people, while getting dentistry, were being given shit that took all the enamel off their teeth. So he was scrubbing his teeth with rocks. <laughs> Oh, that feels good. I got that fresh from the blacksmith feeling. <laughs> oh, man. No, I just scrubbed my teeth. I feel like I went down to the quarry. It's nice. I lost my toothbrush, so I had to go eat a rock. 
I so mean, I feel good. It's just uh, he probably used solutions with uh, herbs and resins and balsam uh, as mouthwash. So he also had mouthwash. Yummy. Uh, salt, wine, and vinegar could also be used uh, to add it to water for the rinsing of the mouth. Makes a little more sense. Uh, yeah, wine. Well, uh, vinegar. I know wine used to be used to purify yeah, water. Yeah, I mean, Roman times, it just it, at this point, we're not thinking of like how it is. It, are you going to smell like vinegar? It's like, can we kill that <laughs> fucking horse shit coming out of your face? God damn it! <laughs> Salt's really good though. Whenever I've had anything done uh, to my mouth, yep. salt is a uh, great uh, toothaches. Followed by extraction was a yearly occurrence for Washington. There were frequent episodes of infected and abscessed teeth, inflamed gums, and finally ill-fitting dentures. Uh, did I mention that he was known for a hair trigger temper? <laughs> <laughs> did I mention? <laughs> he was always just screaming at people. I mean, I mean I, how could you not be? I get it. <laughs> I mean, you're like, every year you got to lose a tooth. <laughs> and and leading up to it for a year, you're just like, oh, just hang in there, tooth. Yeah, hang in there. Uh, a little mercury will put that fire out. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> he was always writing to dentists of the day, asking for uh, a file to repair a denture or a scraper to clean his teeth or pincers to fasten wires on his teeth. Uh. He inquired about a dentist of whose skill much has been said. He requested material to make a model of his teeth so a dentist could make new dentures. We basically have boxes and boxes of letters of him writing dentists going, Please <laughs> stop I'm the, this. I'm the president. <laughs> Can't you make yeah. it stop? So, wait. So now, let me ask. So his dentures, are they're still fastening teeth to teeth, right? Yeah. So he's losing all of his teeth. Right. So at some point... Okay, well, when he when he was... Okay, not when he was president. Okay, okay, by the time he was president, when he was inaugurated for his first term in 1789, he only had one tooth left. Oh, my God. And was marrying, he was wearing a full set of dentures made by John Greenwood. So the first time he's president, he's already got a full set of dentures and then one tooth left. One, with one he probably, tooth. He probably named. Oh, my God. <laughs> How are you feeling in there tonight, Bishop? You're my baby. You know daddy loves you. Who's number one? Daddy loves his tooth. Who's number one? And daddy can't lose this tooth, otherwise daddy loses all his teeth. You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere, sweet bitch. Uh, Previously, he had partial dentures, which were held in place by hooking them around the remaining teeth. Okay, right. Uh, The Greenwood dentures had a base of hippopotamus ivory carved to fit the gums. Okay. The upper denture had ivory teeth, and the lower plate consisted of eight human teeth fastened by gold pivots that screwed into the base. The set was secured in his mouth by spiral springs. So he had a crazy <laughs> robot mouth with, with <laughs> human so, teeth. Have you ever thrown a watch on the ground? That was Washington's mouth. <laughs> he's like a Bond villain. Like, it's, it's just crazy. His oh, God, here spinning. goes now. Crank, crank, crank. Good morning. His teeth are just spiraling in again. It goes the president. Crank, crank, crank. Okay, let's talk about. Oh my god, my fucking mouth. George needs new teeth on the bottom. Human teeth. Bring me a boy. There's really no, like, there's no depiction of really what must have happened, which is. There must have just been a lot of time where he'd just be like, that's just my fucking teeth. <laughs> like, Mr. President, what do you want to do? He'd be like, uh, we should, um. No, if there were photographs. Uh, if there was photographers back then, it would just been a lot of pictures of him hunched over. Yeah. With just the caption, the president is saying fuck again. <laughs> Picking up teeth. <laughs> the president mumbles, fuck me. <laughs> Signing a bill holding his fucking mouth in. <laughs> just, but then just wouldn't a slobber been coming? Like, uh, if you have the, like a contraption like that in your mouth, isn't it just fucking wet Well, and that's slobbering? why what you're saying is that like the, when you picture George Washington. Yeah. This is not part no, of what you... You, you don't never, picture a slobbering man. <laughs> with a fucking... With a robot in his mouth. Yeah, with a robotic <laughs> face. Like... <laughs> no, because in uh, when we're going to get to the photos... Get, what? The, uh, not the photos. We're going to get to the, the portraits. Um, oh, God. Because in portraits, he often looked like he has puffy cheeks. 
Yeah, I, but that's I, probably because that he had so much shit in his mouth. It's probably because he had a whale's uh, skeletal <laughs> system inside of his face. <laughs> in uh, Charles Wilson Peale's first portrait of Washington in 1757, the mouth is noted to be quite small. Washington was 25 at that time. And certainly still had some of his natural teeth. Yeah, he was rolling in it. He had like rolling. seven. He's like, this is great. Seven teeth. Hello, who's a dog? Hashtag Hark, killing Hark. it. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> killing it. Winning. <laughs> the painting done in 1776 by the same artist. So that's 20 years. No, 10 years later, 11. Uh, by the same artist shows a scar on the left cheek. From a fistula caused by an abscessed tooth. Ugh. So they had to. Go, so then, ten years later, there's a scar on him because they had to go in through his face uh. to get a tooth out. They had to go in through his face. They had to go in through his face because it got so fucked up. No, there's no excuse for the face. But he was getting the top notch shit. <laughs> what? What? You can see all of them when you open your mouth. Not if it's like. Not if it's like you know impacted, impacted or something? and oh. gotten all fucked up and it's down in there. You can't get in there that way. And plus, think- the guy the guy is also the guy who's just, who's just moving in the bed. So... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Bed Mover. Do you also do dentistry? Yeah, well... Oh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. yeah, I've done that on... I uh, mean, I've got, a, I've got a, a knife. And a hammer. And a hammer. <laughs> You're perfect. Remove the molar. <laughs> the president needs you. <laughs> well, I've got a boot. Yes, kick the president in the mouth. Kick the toe out of the president's mouth. You just said toe. Tooth. But they basically have toes in their mouth at this point. I, I don't think it's far. Washington's next set of dentures were made in uh, 1791 and a third in 1795, for which he paid $60. Now, that's a shitload of money back then. Uh, dental discomfort is says to have caused him to forego giving his second inaugural address. Yeah. He didn't give an inaugural speech. This makes sense Because it hurts so much yeah. to talk. Jesus Christ. I mean, it makes me like him more. I know. Now he seems like a fucking real hero. Well, it, This is the story you tell him, not yeah. the one that he didn't tuck yeah, on the cherry tree. Yeah, he had one teeth and he cut a cherry tree down. You're like, little girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, the president couldn't give an address because his mouth hurt. Because he was drinking mercury and had bones for teeth. That's uh, president number one. And he took a tooth from every man he beat in battle. (laughs) I'll be using that. He had over 57,000 teeth by the end. (laughs) So um, uh, Rembrandt Pearl's portrait in 1795 is thought to be a realistic one. And here the mouth is seen as puffy and swollen. Later in life, he could only eat soft foods that did not require chewing. Oh, Jesus. So he was just gumming it. I don't even think he... I mean, it sounds like he was probably just drinking shit. If he couldn't even, like... Yeah. Move, I mean, he must have just been... But he had to eat... Went like back just, to corn, I think. They just, had to, they just had to puree everything in the blender? Yeah, they'd throw in the old Vitamix. You know, little pumice. James Gardet made a large and very clumsy set for him in 1796. Apparently, Washington was not pleased with these dentures and ordered another set from Greenwood in 1797. So for a year, he had giant dentures. <laughs> so, oh. Gilbert Stewart reportedly packed cotton inside Washington's mouth to support his lips in his, ni- in his 1797 painting. Oh, my God. Because they were like... You like the guy you see at the yeah, fair? Yeah, the, yeah. Just know him. Hey, how you doing? You want to take a bill? You want to go on a ride? <laughs> oh my God! You want to go on this ride? It's seven dollars. You want to sign this bill? I'm the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> um, Washington often returned dentures for adjustments and repairs. At one time, complaining they were forcing his lips out. One time, complaining my life is a prison. <laughs> I am in mouth hell. Help me. I am in mouth hell. When does it end? Oh, my God. When does it end? Any way to remove the mouth. <laughs> can I just have the lower part of my face taken can off? We just, can I just be a brain in a jar? Please. Uh, his final set were made in 1798, the year before he died. This set has a swag gold plate with individual backing for each tooth, which was fastened by rivets. The lower denture on this set, along with the others, are on display at the National Museum of Dentistry in Baltimore. 
Uh, I really want to see You can go see. I know. Now I don't you want to see him? Yeah. I want to see him. his fucking mouth. There's pictures of him online. I'll attach it as the photo. Uh, things got better for dentistry in the 1800s. With... Good for Washington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good news, George. We're on 1801. We ride at the ship. Uh, with the drill and advances from Europe, people knew to drill out the cavity and put in a filling. The filling materials used were then tin, gold foil, lead, silver. Whatever. Dentures. Mercury. Use whatever the fuck you want. So much better. Dentures still were made out of horrible things like cow and goat teeth, that sort of stuff, and ivory. Mercury amalgam was first brought into the U.S. from Europe by um, two brothers, uh, French brothers, the Crocours. The Crocours? Uh, yes, the Crocours. I'm sorry? <laughs> We are the Krakors, and we have the new teeth. When people say the name Krakors, they will think teeth. <laughs> so they came in 1833. Uh, they had a very strong, effective advertising campaign that promised to save decaying teeth by filling them without pain in minutes. Uh, the Krakors were considered unethical charlatans by many medical dentists. They removed gold fillings and replaced them with mercury amalgams. But they also just put it in people who didn't need it, and they put in too much amalgam. Uh, So it started the first amalgam war. In 1845, the the American Association of Dental Surgeons, the ASDS, banned amalgam. So so anybody who used amalgam who was in the ASDS was going to be kicked out. Good. As they should but be. it remained popular. Ah, of course it did. Because it was easy to use. Because it and- was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and it was quick. So basically, dentists just started le- leaving the ASDS. And after about five years, they lost so many that they were like, no, you can use amalgam. But at that point, so many dentists had bailed and started their <laughs> own their own group called the ADA uh-huh. that the ASDS perished. <laughs> the AFL, really. In 1840, the first dental college was opened, the Baltimore College of Dental Surgery, which led to government oversight. So now we're getting some places, right? We're really in a better spot. Um, and, and regulation through the ADA. During- <laughs> no, 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 no. During the Civil War, Southern dentists seceded from the ADA. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, associations don't secede. <laughs> I would read that again then. During the Civil War, Southern dentists seceded from the ADA. So the North versus the South, <laughs> they, and the ADA versus the ASDA. I want to use slaves. I want to use slaves for my dentistry. That would be amazing. <laughs> That's what he's over. He's like, well, you think you should put slaves in people's mouths. <laughs> slaves should be dentists. Uh... Mm. Oh, and so they formed the SDA, the Southern Dental Association. Oh, God. In I Atlanta mean... in 1869. <laughs> so South will rise again, <laughs> tooth-wise. Te- I mean, te- through the teeth. Technically, I'm talking tooth. I'm just talking about mouth, the mouth part. <laughs> it is funny, though, because, I mean, obviously people in the southern states now don't have, uh, if you were to compare teeth. Not as you, good. Not as good. Not as good. Not as good. Pound for pound, not as pound good. Pound for pound. And here's where it all traces back to. Um, they joined back up with the ADA to form the National Dental Association in 1897. And finally, in 1922, when all was forgiven, the NDA became the ADA again. Oh, that's cute. Cannot imagine the 30 years of bullshit that went on <gasps> oh. to get it back there. Uh. Can we just, really? You burned Atlanta down. <laughs> okay, we're but still we're talking pissed about, at you. Right, we're talking about teeth. Yeah, well, no, we're not. Really? Because I can't run my, my office anymore. I'm my slaves. <laughs> Yeah, you take my slave. I can't fix teeth. I don't have any slaves. Um, so, um, laughing gas. Now we're getting to a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Laughing gas was discovered by an English chemist, Joseph Priestley, in 1772, but no one used it as an anesthetic what a- until 1844. On December 10th of that year, Horace Wells, a dentist from Hartford, Connecticut. It's, oh, it's fucking the Americans. Yeah. Um, attended a lecture at which people were entertained with laughing gas. So uh, he went to a laughing gas party. I, we need those still. I don't know I why know, those right? stopped. Yeah. I mean, they're still around, kind of. I mean, yeah, a little bit. No, <laughs> never mind. They're in here. high school. It's also called a rave. <laughs> <laughs> 
a guy at a rave will sell you that experience for five dollars a balloon. <laughs> Wells noticed that a person under its influence uh, scraped his shin on a heavy bench and yet showed no signs of pain. So some guy, <laughs> like some guy's like, he immediately thought of using the gas as an anesthetic, but before giving it to others, he decided to try it on himself. The very next day, he sat down at his own operating chair and inhaled the gas until he lost consciousness. <laughs> then a colleague extracted a wisdom tooth. What? It was a historic event. Couldn't he do the test without yanking a tooth? No, because he wanted to see if you could yank a tooth and it wouldn't hurt. And of course it didn't hurt because you were passed out. Can you do something else? Like (laughs) to a hand maybe? I don't know. Um, that in, the laughing gas discovery must have been amazing. Oh my god! When the guy discovered it, and he was just like, oh. "Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm sorry." Was, <laughs> like I was saying, I'm just. If you look at some of these theorems, I'm so. Whoa. Oh god! Look what I found. <laughs> um, in 1873, Colgate mass produced the first toothpaste in a jar. Okay. Just a few years later, 18. 18- uh, 85, the first toothbrush was mass-produced. Okay. In America? There's that dental... That's dental... That dental work? It's a little bit of dental... Oh, yeah, we can use that. Yeah. It's a little bit of dental work going on in the background. We're at a dentist's office right yeah. now. Um, and he's and really then, bad. But that's the crazy thing is that that's the first time it was mass-produced. So up until 1885, Ugh. the common Joe couldn't afford a toothbrush. Yeah, it's dis- – look, like you said, I mean, the, the smells coming from mouths. We, we were disgusting. It just must have been awful. We were the grossest – okay, this is how gross Americans are. Were. Are. <laughs> Most Americans did not pick up, a, pick up on the dental trend to brush their teeth until after World War II. Oh, my God. The soldiers stationed abroad brought the concept of good dental health back to the States. Wow. So my then, grandma. <laughs> yeah, your grandma's fucking gross. Even though she was English. <laughs> most people's grandmas. No, my, so my grandparents were disgusting. Yes. They, they like, they like, so all those, nothing, Teddy Roosevelt. Now picture all the guys from the yeah. 20s. And Truman. The, and the flappers. The, yeah. the cute yeah. flapper yeah. chicks. Yeah. Yeah. The just, burlesque shows. mouths that smell like dead maggots. Like just uh, horrifying. Really, and I don't want to say what I thought. I don't want to say it. No? I mean, it just, there were a lot of whores then. Oh, fuck. The smell of a whore's mouth. Whore breath must have just been like... Unrivaled. It must have just... Unrivaled. (laughs) I'm glad I said it. (laughs) No, because when I think about all this stuff, I just keep thinking about sex. Yeah. Where it must have been like, can I do you from behind? Oh, God. Can I do you from a different room? (laughs) Is that possible? Okay, I'm going to get in a Buick, and you're going to stand on the driveway. Is there any way for me to just do this from a completely different town? <laughs> I'd say go underwater, but I know that you'll die, because uh, that's where the ghost of water lives. There's water ghosts in there. Holy fuck. I mean, seriously. Uh, look, gross. Gross. I'm sorry we had to do this one. I No, I just, I, yeah. I think, posit- Let's we'll go negative first. Yeah. Disgusting humans. Sickening. Disgusting solutions. Yes, all horrible. Horrible. I mean, obviously, they were, they were trying. Yeah. But I can't believe that nobody knows. I mean, because like, if a president like serves, you know, if like a president went to war, it's like, he's a hero. Yeah. This dude was fucking walking around. George Washington was walking around. Incredible with pain. With just... Non-stop mouth pain. And he had, and then he got m- fake monster teeth. And he got fake monster teeth. He must be pissed that people think he had wooden teeth. He must be like, that's nothing. I wish I had fucking wooden teeth. Are you fucking kidding? No, I had every other thing. Every other oh, thing was in my mouth attached with wires. Oh, God. What is this, a mousetrap? Okay, put it in. I mean, imagine that year when he put in the one that just fucking hurt like shit and he had to wear it for a year. You know, he just oh. opens this box and he's like, oh, God. Oh, it's giant. Oh, ow. <laughs> ow. Send for another one. Ow. How long you think it'll be? One year? Okay. Ow. 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 <laughs> just walk around owing. <laughs> Morning, George. Ow. Oh, God. 
Here, George, you want some partially curdled milk? Yeah, that sounds good. No, no chewing. Ow. Uh, yeah, he must have just drank milk all the time. Oh. Just, great or, breath. Like, <laughs> like soft cheese. Yeah, hot milk. Like, what do you drink? What do you, like, I know what I have. I, I, I would puree stuff. Like, you yeah. can't, there was no puree. You just yeah, like, pure, oh, no. applesauce again? Cool. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> He's got the mats. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, uh, well, listen, I... You feel uh, better about the colonial times? I feel better about my mouth. Right? Yes. Do you floss? Uh, no, I don't even need to. <laughs> Get out of here with your floss shit. There's, a tooth, there's been a toothbrush in my mouth with toothpaste on it in the last two weeks. I'm better than our forefathers. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You know when you don't brush your teeth in one night, how gross your mouth feels? It feels and smells. Now, just add 80 years on. Oh, and just multiply that by never having had that experience. Oh, yeah. The first time a guy must use a toothbrush. Must Kissing. Like, people couldn't. Be, f- did people no. kiss? I don't. I can't imagine. That they, they could did. not have been kissing. How could they possibly? That's why it's French kissing. They brought that over like dental tools. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they were like, you know, if you chew on this uh, gum, you can actually put your tongue inside of your lovely's face. He's like, but her mouth smells like shit. Yeah, chew this, not yeah, kiss. Go ahead and wipe with this for a little bit. Wipe with this. Here you go. Oh, now you want to kiss me? Kiss here. Yeah. Huh? Yes. Okay. Now, huh? <laughs> Now we're working on the toothbrush for the genitals. Uh, for <laughs> bathing is still weird. And then an anus brush. <laughs> oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. Yeah, we are French. Anus brush. Mm. Um, there was probably a guy at one point who was like, so I got the patent for my anus brush. They were like, I, I don't, don't think uh, it's going to work. Mm-mm, I don't think so, Jimmy. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, we should probably end on anus brush. Yeah, I mean, why not? Sure. That one went long. Good. Uh, all right. Uh, next week, uh, we're going to cover a uh, little Prohibition. Oh, shit. Awesome. I love Great it. Great characters of the Prohibition. Love it. Or just one. Awesome. Whatever. Whoopee. <laughs> Boink. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there.